From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Swamps of Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. For Tuesday, July 21st, the year 2020, baseball season is here, finally, at long last. We've got a Mets preview with Alyssa Rose that probably will come out just before this. we got a Red Sox preview with Nick Fouché coming up after this one. But right now it's the Yankees, and for that we welcome in teeing it up golf analyst, but also a diehard Yankee fan, Mr. Keith Markowitz. How's it going, Jeremy? I am well. How are you? Doing great today. Just, uh, you know, very excited, you know, other than obviously we've had golf, but, uh, you know, it seems like all the sports are starting to come back. Hopefully everyone, everyone can stay healthy, and, uh, yeah, like, the thing with me is, and you, you hit the nail on the head, uh, I am first and foremost a golfer, but my actually my real true love of sports is I am a diehard huge Yankee fan with um, a lot of knowledge about them and the game. Yeah, um, you fool people into thinking that golf is your life. You're actually uh, a major Yankee fan uh, first and foremost. So let's start here. Um, Gotten some uncertainties. Masahiro Tanaka's trying to come back from his injury. Aroldis Chapman tested positive uh, for COVID, so he's going to be a little delayed. It looks like getting back. Zach Britton will probably be the opening day closer. G, uh, DJ LeMayhew is just now coming back. Thinks he might be ready for opening day. But um, just on the surface, as you look at this Yankee team, what do you think? And is 60 games an advantage or disadvantage for them? Okay, so um, looking at the team, uh, and especially, especially watching these last three days, um, I really like what I'm seeing. Yesterday against um, the Phillies, they didn't hit as well, and especially men on scoring position. And um, they had a few base running errors, but... Um, just getting revamped and, and getting everything up and running within this period of time when they basically all just found out they were playing baseball. I'm really liking what I'm seeing. Um, the best part about this team, other than the fact that, you know, like they have great camaraderie and it's a great locker room. They're all pulling for one another, and that's been a key point for the Yankees just over the years. And with this team, it looks like that. But I really, the thing that I really like the most um, is is their depth, um, and well, they have good players as well, but their depth, um, where even if, like, so, you know, Tanaka's um, injured, or even if LeMayhew wasn't starting uh, opening night, which it looks like he might he might be able to, um, they have tremendous depth, depth. So, like, if Tyler Wade could be a fill-in at second. Um, you know, Clint, Clint Frazier may not even start. And you have Mike Talkman, uh, Mike Ford, uh, Tyro Estrada, um, Kyle Higashioka is a nice little backup. I just feel like position player-wise, where it, it'll give if somebody happens to get hurt, and hopefully it's nothing as serious, because obviously in 60 games, you really need the team to stay very, very healthy. Um, if there are injuries, you want it to be a day-to-day type thing, so you can't be having like these really bad injuries, and then, cause then obviously, you know, we'll see them in 2021. But, um, so... That, so I think, you know, also going with, um, you know, like with the team as they are, 
They're really, really good team. They're really poised this year. They're really excited to be playing. Um, and with, uh, you know, whether they're whether it's Clint Frazier wearing his mask with a team, like, I, I think that's another thing. It's like, obviously, players are going to have to stay healthy with the COVID. Um, and the 60-game season, I think, it, it, you know, it could be good if your, team, you know, if your team's hot or if, you, or if you could just be steady and, and just stay healthy. I think those are going to be the two main things. If you're hot, you could stay stay healthy because if you're if a bunch of your players get hurt at the wrong time, especially in a shortened season, uh, that could be tougher. And the one good thing, like I'm saying, with the Yankees that they have is even if players happen to get hurt for a little bit of time, they have that depth that you know players can just go in and and really overachieve because they're getting their opportunities. So we're going to see some teams where it helps them, some teams it's going to hurt, and uh, but at the same time, I mean just happy at 60 games and you may be getting into this I obviously prefer the 162 people are saying oh I like a shorter season anyways but you know like it's nice having the whole summer baseball but um you know well so it's gonna be a uh, I'm re- really really excited and I'm somebody who watches can watch every single pitch of every single game so I'm really uh really ready to um have been waiting a long time and been missing baseball and the Yankees so very excited and I think something we're talking to Keith Marquardt here about the Yankees um, is that if you believe it's inevitable that somebody will get COVID, the Yankees have just this incredible depth. And that's where I think even more so than an injury. And yes, the Yankees put more people on, on the injured list last uh, last season than anybody in the majors and basically fielded an all-star team uh, in terms of guys who are on the IL. Um, but you're going to have people who come down with COVID. That's just the way it's going to be. And I think for those people and for those players and for these teams, um, the depth the Yankees have is a huge advantage. Uh, one other silver lining, speaking of, of healthy bodies, one other silver lining uh, in a year of few silver linings is that Aaron Judge was not going to be ready for the season. Uh, if it had been a regular season. And now suddenly you get Aaron Judge back and ready to go in right field. Um, he homered last night, or was it Sunday night? I can't keep track of these games. But uh, he homered and looked like himself and seems like he's just going to pick up where he left off, which is music to the years of Yankee fans who are not pleased with the fact that they were going to have to go for a fairly long period of time to start the season without the best player on the team. Yeah, and, um, you know, even going back, I'll, I'll jump right into that, but I forgot one little point about the depth also with their pitching. Like, I understand you have a starting pitching, like, you know, they don't really, you can't lose arm starting pitching, but even with their bullpen, like you mentioned Zach Britton, if he's their opening day closer, that's still, that would still be a guy who who's, would, potentially be a top closer in baseball if he had that role every night. Um, they got these good young arms, and even losing Dylan Batanz is not the worst thing in the world. I always felt he walked, he was good but when he was on, but I felt like he walked way too many people still up their bullpen. Um, going into the, um, and, I, and then obviously starting pitching Garrett Cole is going to help them a big, bit, like, like a lot, so that's going to be great. But, um, yeah, going into like the fact that yeah we got Judge back, um, so the time off really kind of helped the Yankees. I'm sure it helped a lot of teams um, where you know like some players were hurt and they may maybe weren't going to be ready. Another big another guy who was like 
you know, this guy was going to maybe miss almost the whole season. They wouldn't have probably got him ready for it. But the fact that Aaron Hicks is rehabbing so well and um, his, like, coming back from Tommy John's surgery, all this time off, and he, he pushed himself to work really hard to be able to get back to this time. Which So that's going to, I mean, just having, having that extra time really helped the Yankees. Uh, like I said, it probably helped a lot of other teams. Unfortunately, I'm sure some players are getting injured at the wrong time now. But, yeah, Judge cracked a home run last night in, in what you probably know was the fourth out of the inning. I guess Girardi wanted to get uh, Velasquez, a, you know, get a pitch count up, and they, so they agreed upon one more batter. So Judge actually had a home run. They counted the home run, and then the day before against the Mets, he slapped two home runs. So, um, yeah, he's, he's looking good. Um, and just the fact, again, like another guy, veteran leader, who uh, Brett Gardner, who may not even be an everyday player, but the fact that you have, have all these guys, like Aaron Boone has the has the has probably one of the coolest managing jobs in all baseball because, because of all the things he can do with the lineup. And you can kind of, you can rest somebody in a, in a short 60-game sprint. These guys are going to have, are going to, every game matters to me now. I mean, it's almost, you know, it's like, 162, 160, so it feels like it's like a 16-game football season. Every game kind of matters. Um, I'd like to see the Yankees kind of go like 40 and 20. I think that'd be really cool. It'd be tough, but I think they can do it. But um, I, I just like how, Aaron, like I'm saying, Aaron Boone can really mix and match his lineups. Um, you know, going righty, going lefty. He could throw people into different positions. Like Andujar is a guy also who I love, um, who can either play the outfield or first base, he's not going to be playing third for them because Gio Urshela's glove is way too good and Gio Urshela also I think is, gets these clutch hits better, he just has a shorter swing, I like that and Andujar with not as many reps kind of took a little step back but the fact that Andujar wasn't the greatest fielder anyway, if, if he could even take some days in first or in the outfield or even if let's say Urshela happened to you know, want to take a day off at third they could put him there as well, but um, you know, again, I just feel like they are so they're so loaded. I would have rather see a 162 game season for the Yankees this year, just because um, I like I don't, you know 60 game sprint. I feel like anything can happen. That that marathon though of a season, they they're they're so primed for it. And uh, but it's something that seeing that they have such a young core, a young group of guys, I'm looking forward to it for the next bunch of years as long as we can get the world back to normal. But um, yeah, so it's, uh, you know, they they, uh, they have a lot of things aligned, and it's just going to be, it's, it's just going to come down to, you know, like, like I keep saying, like staying healthy, um, being hot to start, uh, not slumping, because baseball is just, uh, if you're not slumping type of sport, um, or if you are slumping, and then that can hurt too, but, um, yeah, it's going to be, uh, it's, I, I think they're, I think they're primed for, for a really good 60-game season. Um, so it's gonna be cool. Talking to Keith Markowitz here, previewing uh, the Yankees and uh, the return of baseball in 2020. Um, what is? I, I think people have these sky high expectations on on Garrett Cole, and I, I I'm just wary of him. I'm wary of somebody who comes in with such high expectations. And yes, I think it's helpful that 
this is not happening in a normal environment, that there will not be fans, that the booze will be different. But I think that we're in a very interesting scenario here with um, Garrett Cole, that he has a chance to be an ace. And if he struggles, yet, yet if he does struggle, it's okay. It, it, it's an interesting situation. I think one that might be helpful for him or Judge or even someone like Labor Torres, who people think the world of, if any of these guys that people expect to step up don't step up, you've got this kind of backstop of sorts just because there's no fans there and the boos are not going to be the way the boos are normally. Yeah. Um, and I, I think that the, the cool thing, and I'm saying how I would rather have a 162-game season, but it's almost like, you know the cool thing about this, whether it is your star or if you're getting a new player on your team, it's almost just like a good test run for them to be like, you know, there's not really many distractions out there. Just go out and play ball. Um, a guy like, so again, Derek Cole, let's just say if all things go well, five, you know, pitches once every five days, um, regular season, he's going to have 14 starts. The regular season, these guys are making, what, about 30 starts or a little bit more, so um, especially an ace. So I think the really cool thing is it's almost like, that's why, like, even though I say the Yankees are primed and I'm so excited to watch and I really think good things can happen, I could also see it kind of like, you know, sometimes I've seen the Yankees in seasons, like their first 60 games, they're one or two games over 500, or they're three or four, you know, slow starts happen or little slumps, but I think the cool thing about it, that's why I wouldn't say I'm giving them a pass because I still expect great things, but I won't be in a 60-game season with everything. Um, I'm almost, it almost feels like it could be like a little, it's almost like a little test run, especially for Garrett Cole. You're getting used to New York um, without the fans, without, the expectations are high, but at the same time, like, go, just go out and do your thing and knowing that it's not a, it's not a 162 games, so like technically anything could kind of happen. So, at the same time, where my expectations are high, I'm an objective Yankee fan, and I'll be frustrated if they're losing. But at the same time, like I'm, I'm almost technically giving not only the Yankees, but I'm giving a lot of teams a pass this year. So, like, it, let's just say the Yankees or 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 any of any of your other teams for for everyone out there listening. If you guys, if your team doesn't make the playoffs this year, or if it ends disappointing, then it's you know, that's, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, I don't think this is a very easy thing. I don't think that even though they're gonna be a play, there's going to be a playoff, there's going to be a World Series, going to be a champion, um, I, don't, I, don't, I would have put an asterisk on it, but it almost feels like, okay, you know, they, they were just going to play baseball. It doesn't feel like that full 162, so it's going to feel a little different. Um, but I think that that's where, where I kind of stand with it. And it puts me in a position where, like, I'm saying to myself, okay, if the Yankees don't make it at a, after 60 games, or if your team, your guys' teams don't make it after 60 games, it's hard to be frustrated because it's baseball is always a marathon. It's not a sprint. And now they're now it's they're readjusting everything, and like to the point where, like, you know, I I want to see my team win. I'm mad if my team loses one game. So, but this is a, one of those points where, like. You know, you want to you want to see them win every game. So like, and in sixty games, you know, maybe you can go at forty five, go forty five to fifteen. That'd be probably nearly impossible. But we'll see if there's a team that can do it. Um, but yes, uh, so that part is um, going to be very interesting. But that's why I'm of the belief like it's nice to 
to watch and you want your team to do well, but you also know that, like, it's not the, like, it's just nice to have baseball out there and nice to have other sports, too, but it's, it's more serving for just a distraction, you know, little bets here and there, um, and that's, that's really what I'm happy about. And if my team didn't make it after 60 games, it's not the worst thing in the world. Talking to Keith Markowitz, the routine, the, uh, sorry, not the routine, the return of the Yankees to the field uh, Thursday night against Washington um, to start the, the uh, 2020 Major League Baseball season. Um, it, we, we always talk about sophomore slumps, whether you are a sophomore or not, but, but you have these big years and you have letdowns. And the two guys that I'm focusing on myself uh, Keith are or Urshela, Glaber Torres, Luke Voigt. I really think that those three guys, and Dahar was hurt, so I think he's got a lot of motivation to come back. Those three guys, though, I'm concerned about. Are there, when you look at this team and you look at this roster, with all the depth that they do have, is there any certain people, any certain players that stand out to you and are like, yeah, that could be problematic? Um, yeah, so I like just looking at it. Um, Gio Rochella is really, I guess, his second year, and he was Yankees struck gold with him. Um, it's really he's actually become one of my favorite players on the team. I'd say he's like a top three, top four player on the team. Uh, I just really love his attitude and what he brings to the team on a daily basis. I, I think, and I mean, he'll be, he's a gold glove um, caliber third baseman. He may, I, he may one day, and he might even right now, be one of the best fielders, be one of the best third baseman fielders of, in all of baseball. And so with him, if, if he's struggling with the bat a little bit, I'm not as concerned. I know what he brings to the team every day. I know that he's out there to win. He's a great teammate. He's always, and he's going to get big hits because he – because that's what, you know, I expect that from him. And it, look, if he doesn't, I know he has the gloves. Labor, um, you know, he handles all the um, responsibility of what his role on that team very well. And he also, just another kid who's out there just trying to win baseball games. He's not really, he obviously wants to do well himself, but he's more interested in the team as a whole. Um, it's cool that he's transitioning from second base to shortstop this year with the loss of Didi. Going to miss Didi, but, um, you know, I guess, you know, it's, it's, it's what happened, and it's, I'm, I'm okay with it as well. Uh, um, you know, Glaber brings so much to the team, great, great at bat, and uh, good, young, good power for such a young guy. Uh, and then, you know, Voight, Voight, I, you know, Voight's going to be pretty good. I think the first season he batted over 300 for the Yankees. Nobody expected that. Last year he was a little hurt. But he was looking good before he got hurt. Um, and then the one guy that I'd say I'm a little concerned about, if I, if I have to think about it, would be, um, well, I'll, I'll give the two guys. Just because Sanchez lately has been a strikeout machine the last few seasons. And it's all about if he can just lay off that breaking ball um, outside. And if you could recognize that breaking ball, then they have to come into you. Whether it's him, Stanton, Judge, any other, any other batters. I mean, but mainly it ha- I see it with Sanchez um, and Stanton more than anybody. If they can recognize that pitch and just be patient and not just think, oh, I have to swing at everything, uh, that's really what I'm looking to see from them. Um, and Aaron Hicks, too. He, he's 
when he plays, he's great. He's got to stay healthy. And I'm actually more concerned with Hicks when it comes to postseason. I think he hits better in the regular season. But these are all like, you know, I can't be complaining about these players. These are all players that that every other team in baseball would probably want to have. Uh, so, it, you know, like, again, happy to have them and not really concerned about anybody. I get frustrated with Sanchez and Stanton when they don't lay off those pitches because I, I, I know they can do better. But, um, yeah, other than that, I, I'm pretty confident with, with um, any of the players. I guess pitching-wise, J, uh, J. Happ, I think, that you know, something he just has to locate his pitches well because his, he doesn't have to, he doesn't throw his fast anymore. And the first season the Yankees had him, he was looking great. And then last year he took a little step backwards, didn't pitch as well. But I, maybe you know, like in a big game he can step up. And then, but I'm hope, hoping to see him back in the form of you know what he did the first year that he was with, or the first half of the season he was with the Yankees. Um, in the very first season he was with them. And uh, they do have some younger guys, too, that, like, whether it's bullpen guys or, uh, you know, Clark Schmidt, um, who's looked really good in, in su- spring and summer ball. Um, and he could even be a guy who, especially with a pitching staff, if your arms get tired or, or you, want, you know, you want to be able to bring somebody up, they're going to have options. This is going to be a good thing not only for the Yankees, but a lot of other teams. It, hopefully they have, have good young arms also that can just fill in if they need them for a day. Um, and I, you know, so that's with that. And I think the the fact that they're going to have a man on second base in extra innings, I'm not. Again, I'm more traditional with baseball, and I don't really believe it. But I understand why they're doing it, especially in a 60 game shorter season when it's actually a good time to experiment with it. And games won't go forever. And then obviously in the playoffs, they're going to go back to you know the regular rule of no uh, of no man on base. In the if it goes back trainings, which that you know that makes sense. So I think I think it's okay for regular season, but um, yeah. So that's all that. It's going to be interesting, definitely, to see how these extra innings uh, work out. We're talking to uh, Keith Markowitz here on teeing it up, previewing the Yankees. For those out there who are not familiar with this Yankee team. I think the guy, the, the one guy in the rotation that they may not recognize right off the bat is Jordan Montgomery. Uh, Cole, Tanaka, Hap, Paxton, those are known commodities. Jordan Montgomery is not. Those of us around here know how talented he is, but he was beset by injuries at times last season. So this could be a fresh face for a lot of people out there. Fill everybody in on who Jordan Montgomery is and what they should expect. Yeah, so I'm actually very happy you brought him up. Um, he is so before he had Tommy John surgery and last season, I was hyped for him to really, really solidify himself. I mean, obviously they had other great pitchers on the or good pitchers on the team. Now I got Cole and everything, but um, you know, I I was really excited to watch him pitch last year because I know how talented he is and such a good young arm and. And um, then he then he gets hurt like his first start in, and it was like, oh boy, this is this is not good. Like he knew it was an elbow thing, and I'm just happy he's healthy now. And the best part about him, and he reminds me of. So I'll compare the lefty to lefty, and then I'll give you his right. If he was a righty, who his comparison would be? He throws a little differently than David Cohen, but I just feel like he has that David Cohen, Andy Pettit um, way about him, where all these guys these days they're throwing. 
they're throwing mid high 90s I feel like he's like a 93 94 at, at the most kind of kind of pitcher with his fastball and he's more of he, he's a pitcher so he's he's one of those old school pitchers that doesn't have to throw really fast but he he, he works his pitches in in ways to get people out so if he's going if he's going fastball then he'll he'll change it up with a changeup or a curveball something off speed so and he locates his pitches when he's on he locates his pitches really really well and so when I say he's kind of more like a Pettit or a, or a Cohen like they they were masters as far as you know knowing how to get people out and even David I'll put David Wells in there as well like and I'm comparing him really to Andy Pettit because the fact that he he could just mix and match pitches and didn't have to have the most lights out kind of stuff. He doesn't have like a Strasburg or a Scherzer or a Cole or or a Degrom type of stuff. But he has he has a lot of good a lot of good pitches in the arsenal to be able to make his pitching style work for him in getting batters out. And he gives you that that style of pitching where. He knows his stuff may not be as good as like the top line pitchers, but he he very very uh, gritty. He's a grinder, um, hard worker, and also just another great guy in the clubhouse um, and wants to learn, wants to get better. So, like I said, very happy you brought him up. He's he before the injury and especially on the pitching staff, but he also is becoming one of my favorite players because he reminded me of a young Andy Pettit. Starting the Keith Markowitz return of Major League Baseball. We're asking every guest about this um, unique schedule playing your division, both leagues, universal DH. Obviously helps the Yankees because they can move around that DH position, use Gary Sanchez more on his off days of catching. Stanton's a, a, a perfect DH. Um, but having to play just the East and the East. Is it an advantage in your mind or a disadvantage only facing AL East and NL East? Um, so every, I don't see it as, as a disadvantage only because every single team in baseball is, is going with, with this scheduling. So I don't see it as a disadvantage. Um, I'm looking at it more of like, hey, this is just the scenario we're in. And even if you think about it, enough like you don't want these teams traveling all over the place as much and again traditionalist baseball fan love the game um and i i wanted to see i'm thinking okay 60 games i don't need to see every game against the against the east and the east like i'm thinking they were going to mix and match the schedule of like when are we going to play the twins when are we going to play the astros the, the a's um and so i was a little you know i want to say disappointed but i want i want to if i'm playing a season, especially in baseball and any sport. I mean, obviously the NFL scheduling is a little different, but in that 16 season, I wanted them to work in a series with every team from the American League because they're in the American League, and then whatever division you're playing in NL. But at the same time, I totally understand and know why they are doing it. It's just the East and the East, um, limiting the travel and hoping that that really helps. Doesn't doesn't hurt these players as far as like really getting sick or they'd be going to different climates. The only thing that does worry me with the, even with East on East and Central on Central, West on West, the only thing that kind of concerns me for any of these teams, it's one thing if the Yankees are going to play uh, in Baltimore or in Boston. That's not like the travel isn't crazy. 
I mean, I, if I was any team in baseball this year, unless you really have to, I'm I'm taking the team bus everywhere I can go. Other than, other than that, I mean, maybe you have to fly, but it's, again, it's your own team plane, so it's okay. Um, the thing that that worries me is right now the hot spot. Um, one of the hot spots is, or well, I'll say two hot spots, because it's Texas and Florida. So any team that, like, yeah, the Yankees, um, yeah, they play the, the Blue Jays, the Orioles, and the Red Sox, but they also play the Rays, and they're in their division. So they're going to have to, they got to go down there a few times probably. So um, that is still where, even though it is east on east, that's where they're going to still have to be very careful and kind of just stay in your hotel other than if you're just playing the games. Um, and But other than that, I don't see it as a disadvantage. I just want to make sure that, like, even though I know what the MLB is trying to prevent, but even though they're trying to prevent it, it can still it can still um, get the best of these players. The good thing is the testing numbers, everything, everyone's kind of been, everyone's been pretty good. A lot of negative tests, um, not very many positive tests. So the good thing with these pro sports is they do hand, they have tons of tests for these guys. So let's hope that that keeps going in the right direction with that. And like I said, it's just a good distraction. Um, one interesting thing, and maybe you were going to ask this, but I'm sure you were. Um, the Blue Jays right now, and I, I totally applaud Canada for this. I'm very, very happy that they are doing this. Is they don't, they're not, they don't want the Blue Jays playing their home games in Toronto. And I'm very, very happy that they don't want them there. I, if I were Canada and Toronto, I wouldn't want any team from the United States coming to my my uh, country as well. We have we have big problems here, and they want to make sure travel does tra- like especially travel restrictions. They don't want United States con- uh, teams coming to Toronto, and they're obviously I think the only yeah they're the only team in Canada. So um, I applaud them for that. I just hope for Toronto's sake that they can find like a place you know to play whether it's Buffalo or something like that, um, that's a unique thing. But, again, I'm, I'm happy and proud that there is a country like that that understands the severity of what's going on and that they're not going to – that they're not even going to chance it. It's very, it's very smart. And they currently don't have a ballpark. They are uh, looking at the Pittsburgh plan as a possible solution uh, for them not having a – Space. We got a couple more minutes here with Keith Markowitz on uh, teeing it up, previewing the 2020 Yankees. Who is the Yankee team MVP when this is all said and done? Um, you want me to give you a pitcher and a, a pitcher and a batter, or just a, uh, just a batter, or just a player? I think they give out one MVP award. So I will. I I think I don't know. The the uh, Jets do one MVP. I don't know if the Yankees do both, but. Just give me one. Who is your overall team MVP? All right, so it's kind of funny that I asked that because it's kind of like my golf picks where I'm like, oh, how do I just give one? It's, it's, uh, it's, but, so just to give you just to give you one one pick, um, all, all reliant on him staying healthy. When he plays, I think he's one of the best, best players in baseball, if not the best, Aaron Judge. Um, I pray for him to stay healthy. My favorite player on the team, my favorite player in baseball. I've, I've loved a lot of Yankees. I liked a lot of players over the years. Um, I, there's something about Aaron Judge to me that that resonates with me a lot, and I just I, I just really, really, really like him. Really want him to succeed. Um, 
and great, obviously, the power. Um, I want to see him also shorten his swing here and there. It just Instead of trying to pull so many pitches, just take, like, a lot of hitters in baseball, they try and go for the, bit, the, the home run now. Like, if you just shorten your swing sometimes, take, like, hit the ball, hit the ball, like, where it's pitched. So wherever it's pitched, swing that way, and you'll, you know, it's, it's good things will happen. You can hit the ball opposite field. He has power to all sides of the field. His arm is obviously unbelievable. He has a great, he has a really good glove, diving catches, anything. He's great out there. And he is, to me, the backbone of the team. Healthy or not, he is the leader of the Yankees. And he, um, they have a lot of, lot of players that lead well, but he's, he is the guy. Um, one day, and I've been, even been saying it, I, I think he already should, should be named the captain, but I guess, you know, they, you know, they want to wait for that, but to me, he is the unquestioned captain of the Yankees, the leader of the team, um, most, most, uh, star power there, so, um, always pulling for him, but pulling for everybody on the team as well. Uh, when we do the Masters preview episode, it'll be about a month, um, or, sorry, uh, not a month, a uh, couple weeks after we have... Um, World Series. Yes, uh, the World Series will be over. We will have said goodnight to the season. We will have taken our bows. And we will look back, reflect, and look towards the 2021 baseball season. As we look back towards what happened in 2020, the Yankees will be... Uh, you heard it here first, uh, or maybe you didn't hear it here first. I saw some other things. I'm I'm saying the Yankees are going to win the World Series. I I think top to bottom, uh, they they have to me the best team, and they they just uh, well maybe not top to bottom. The Dodgers may have a better team, and some and the Astros are kind of there, but the Yankees are are fueled and fired, fired for a run, uh, fired up I should say, and. That's why I wanted to see 162, but I guess I'll have to wait until next year. But I'm going to pick them. I'm root, I root for them every night, obviously, every pitch, every game. Um, they, they will um, be crowned uh, champions, and I hope, I hope they will. And, uh, and if not, you know, I'll be pouring beer on my head and, uh, you know, doing my best John Sterling impression when that happens, and I'll be doing that all season. But, uh, you know, it's not this year. I'm, I'm looking at it next year. And, uh, you know, baseball season, though, I'm, I'm just really happy that at least they're playing. Hopefully the year after that they can get the labor negotiations and everything right this way. This way there's no issues, no worries. They can just get back to it. And actually, before that even, let's just hope that COVID-19 and coronavirus and everyone else can stay healthy and safe and and hopefully that this won't be a problem so we can have full seasons next year and, and everything and, and can potentially start to have fans. And you know, people just got to continue to be safe, smart, and what you know, wear your masks. And it's not the worst thing in the world to wear a mask to stay safe and healthy. Just, just do our part, and, and the world can start to work again. Amen. Keith Markowitz, previewing the 2020 New York Yankees. Thank you. As always, for coming on Teeing It Up. Well, thank you always for having me, and looking forward to doing many, many more great, uh, great shows with you. Your tremendous host, ask all the right questions. Um, golf, baseball, football, basketball—this is your guy to go to. 
Jeremy at, at Jeremy Schilling, and uh, yeah, looking forward to doing some more golf stuff. We're gonna have the PGA Championship coming soon. It, it is funny, and you did bring it up, but it is funny how you know you said we'll be doing our Masters preview in November, and baseball will be done. It's funny because it's usually the other other way around. Like we're doing the Masters preview in the very beginning of the season of baseball. So um, a lot of a lot of good sports to to, to come ahead. Let's just all stay stay safe and. Yeah, looking forward to have to for you to uh, you know have me again. It's always it's always a pleasure. You do a great great job. Thank you for the kind words. I really appreciate it. That's Keith Markowitz. Thank you, Keith, for joining us, and thank you all for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling. Uh, 